If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. But let me explain. It is free, people. They have creative tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, which will make your life a lot easier. And this way it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many other apps that play podcasts. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Just go to the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm online to get started and you can thank me later. Doc, I hope that where you are today is lovely weather so you can at least get outside, walk around, enjoy the sun, get some blood pumping to your heart, and some oxygen pumping to your lungs. So peace to you and yours. I wish you nothing but the best. And we're going to do this thing here. I don't know if anybody's even going to call in today, but I can always handle my own business, so that's fine by me. Uh, This is another beautiful day to be alive in America. At least I'm happy to be alive. I'm happy to not be sick. I've known a couple of people who have fallen to this illness, and you know how that goes. I don't want to belabor the point, but I want to get the bad news out of the way real quick and real fast. So far, there are 4.5 million worldwide coronavirus cases. Hello, is this Ned? Yes, sir. Okay, Ned, let me just get the bad news out of the way real brief before we move on. 4.5 million cases worldwide, 311,000 deaths. U.S., we got 1.5 million uh, corona cases and 90,000, as I'm speaking right now, deaths in the United States of America. So it's it's still real out there. And while I got you, Ned... uh, how are you feeling? I see that uh, Governor, Governor Cuomo might have pulled back and extended the date. Did he do that? Yeah, yeah June 13th. Okay. okay. Because but that, are doesn't you, mean, you? Uh, that doesn't mean much for the city, though. Until we get right, really was, enough hospital beds, yeah. Right. That was like these little counties and some one place I never even heard of, like Prince county new york i mean i'm not i'm a lifelong new yorker and i've never been to some of these places yeah where the hell is central new york i've never even heard of a person tell me i'm from central new york so yeah i never heard of that it's a lot of places I'm, I'm like oh i never heard of that county oh yeah don't people if you're listening you've never really been to new york don't get it twisted there's long island the five barrels, and then there's the state. And the state is a different vibe than the city of New York. There's a big That's difference between... That's how I try to explain people. I try to explain to people that the state is more like the other states on how they live or residential, but New York City is built up, so there's more people in New York City than the whole damn state. Yeah, 
I mean, you got more people living in Brooklyn, New York, than in some states. I mean, do, at one point, I know New Brooklyn was like 8 million people. That is an outlandish amount of people. And that's why you could barely ever be on the streets by yourself at any time. You know, you can be out at three o'clock in the morning before people walking behind you or in front of you. That's just the way it goes. New York is big city living for sure. But you get some of the uh, the perks of living in a big city stores being able to be open all hours of the night or 24-7 food from everywhere. I don't give a damn what kind of food you like. You will find it in New York City. Fresh fish. I mean, you you got a variety. Shit, man. You got... You don't got to go to one barbershop. There's five of them in a 10-block area. It's just which barbershop you cool with. You know? There's three on the block that that my barbershop is on. (laughs) Okay. See, I know what you're talking about, man. So, I, I was thinking about what I wanted to kind of talk about to a degree. And we can just fit it in as we go. There are a lot of things that I've come across that I think should be left in history after this COVID-9-11, I mean, COVID-19 issue was over, if it's ever over. I mean, well, I guess it's a long-going 9-11, huh? Um, And one of them is not saving for a rainy day. If that was your philosophy in life and you just was going with the flow, you have learned that that shit don't fly, man. It does not fly. You have to be prepared for a rainy day because the rainy day could be tomorrow. You know, and I'm sure there are other things that have come across my mind. Anything like just grabs you that you say, you know what, these are some lessons we learned and some shit that should be left in the past. Uh, This for me personally is speaking to more people. That was the type where I'll check. I'll see you when I bump into you, but I got family members that I just I speak to more now during the this virus thing that I've spoken to probably like we used to speak maybe like once every couple of months. Okay, so in other words, you're saying uh, keep closer contact. Uh, the distance the distance thing should be something that you should put away. That's yeah, that's too. a positive yeah. thing. And you never know. Like, okay. I had a friend that I spoke to him, like, four days. No, probably about a week. 30 years old. Then he passed away. So, it's like, you never know. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. I, um, personally, when this thing first hit, and I'm not talking about, like, January, February, but when we decided that as a nation, as a world, we were going to lock in, there were about 10 people in my life that I considered close enough to reach out and actually, you know, contact. But I found out that very few of them even contacted me back. So, I, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a loner type dude. Not lonely. Don't let anybody confuse the two. I keep to myself. That's how I've always lived my life for the most part. I mean, me and Netta are close. We work together to a degree. But I don't bother his personal life and he doesn't bother my personal life. And it's just, and we're fine with that. But I'm fine like that with almost everybody. People that get any, I mean, to me, it's invading my space. Once you invade my space, anybody who claims to know Doc is already out of pocket with me. 
because I don't allow anybody <laughs> to really know me. So if anybody on the planet, I don't give a fuck who they are, other than my wife, claims to know me, then they already are out of pocket with me because they're proven that they don't know me because that's the biggest insult you can give me. You can cuss me. You can call me anything you want. But the one thing you can say is, we're closer, you know me, because you don't. I don't allow it. It's just how I live. And I don't think it's a bad thing. It's just what I'm comfortable with. You know, I'm very comfortable with that. Matter of fact, I, I, I'm going to talk about this next week, but this is just a heads up. Next Sunday is my 24th wedding anniversary. Oh, and so, thank you. What I want to talk about next week is the myths of people being able to have long-term successful relationship. It, I find it insulting. I, me and my wife are not that special that we can be together all these years and be happy. I think that a lot of other people can, but I think that there's some steps that they must take in order to pick the right person so that they don't live a life of misery. And that's all I did. After a while, I picked the right person. The right person picked me. And that's it. it it's no fucking brain scientists. We're not rocket scientists. We don't have the key to relationships. It just works for us. But yeah, I think I can to, help some people. Yeah, because people go want ahead. to go with the lust, the, the lust thing, and that, that goes, that way it's thin after a while. Yeah, but we're going to get, I just wanted to give that as like a feeler because I will mm -hmm. be going into that and I will post this little clip right here on my Instagram and stuff to let people know that I'll be talking about that because I see a lot of people bitch about, oh, I can't find a good man. I can't find a good woman. What the fuck are you looking for? And we're going to dig into that next week for sure, for sure. Man, I watched a bunch of shit on TV, Ned. I'm, I'm really into TV. What else I got, man? I watched that WWE Undertaker, The Last Ride, and I was not happy with episode one at all. I need to, I need to find a, a copy of that I got. Okay. Well, obviously, The Undertaker is a quiet man. You could tell quiet people to repeat the same phrases over and over because they're not very comfortable talking. So he kept saying the same thing over and over and over again. Who we got here? Good morning, this is Bones. Hey, Bones, how's it going, buddy? How you doing, man? Great, great. Good morning. You hanging in there? Hanging in there, man. Hanging in there. Okay. Yeah, so I, I say this guy's got to be a, a quiet man. He repeats the same phrase. And when you repeat the same phrase in a 40-minute program, it becomes very boring. But I'm going to give it another chance. <laughs> but both both Dark Side of the Rings were fantastic. I watched The Legion of Doom. That was good. I agree. Now, you did say something to me last week that you was not invested in the last OG. And I am now officially bailing on the last OG. This is obviously a black sitcom written by white people. <laughs> oh, Tracy Morgan, he has weird comedy in his head, too. So, Well, you could tell that Tracy's not even writing. This is so white. First of all, I don't know why he's not the last OG from the Bronx. He's a proud Bronx boy. It's a tough enough area. I don't know why he has to be from Bed-Stuy. And then he's confused about the politics of Bed-Stuy. You don't live in Marcy Projects. 
and hang out in East New York and it's all cool. There'll be some gunners coming for you. I mean, those neighborhoods, Brooklyn, when we grew up, was a weird place, man. You could walk four blocks away and be in a war zone from four blocks away. And see, Bones is from my neighborhood. He knows that. His block was at war with blocks surrounding all around him. <laughs> and see, the thing was, I wasn't from his block. So they wasn't my buddies either. It's not like me and Bones were good friends growing up. I hung out no. on Lewis. I hung out on Lewis Avenue, which was like a hate zone for where he grew up. And I don't even know why it started or what it was about. It had nothing to do with me. So I was like uh, neutral. But I just knew that the people from his block wasn't friends of mine. I mean, they got along with my brother. My brother went to right. school with those guys. I didn't go to school with them. I went to school with the guys from the other side. So it, it's a weird thing. And Tracy got that kind of, you know, you can't have um, <clears throat> Tina Fey write neighborhood politics she don't have no fucking clue about. I mean, she got no clue about the kind of politics that go went on in Bed-Stuy at that time. You know? Now, I, I am watching another show called... Uh, it's called Trial by Media. And I watched the yeah, episode with Jenny Jenny Jones. Remember the gay guy who got killed? Well, the gay guy got killed because he came on the show and he said he had a crush on this dude and he couldn't handle it. Yeah, I remember, so the dude yeah, I remember him. that. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. So I haven't seen the other episodes, but... It was like this, a Sally uh, Jesse Raphael show or something like that? Yeah, oh, Jenny Jones? Yeah. Yeah, it was like Let a TV see. talk show. Yeah, at that time, Jenny Jones, Jones, was Jones huge. Yeah. Huge. It was Jenny, Ricky Lake, Maury Povich. Uh, what's the uh the one uh where they fight all the time? Jerry Springer. Jerry no, Springer. Morton Downey Jr. Yeah, Morton Downey no, Jr. Mort Go ahead. Morton Downey Jr. is the one who started. is is a spawn. Jerry Springer is a spawn of Morton Downey Jr. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Morton is the OG. He, him and Donahue were the OGs. And then yep. you had, I forgot all about him, Montel Williams. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah Montel Williams, yeah. Long time, so, yeah. This was, you know, you're coming home from school, and this was on, it was either cartoons <laughs> or watch people fighting the, fighting the aisle. So, matter of fact, I, me, me and a buddy from Gates Avenue in Brooklyn, we went to a bunch of Maury Povich shows. I would get free tickets. It was, uh, no, we happened to go on horrible days, like transvestite days. We was like, oh, what the fuck, man? We thought we was coming for fights. It's transvestite day. But it led, that it, Jenny it, it, Jones, it, sorry to cut you off, but that Jenny Jones show right oh. there, that's probably, that was probably the realest thing ever on so-called reality TV right there, because, <laughs> yep, not even 24 hours, 24 to 48 hours later, he murdered that dude. Yeah, and, and matter of fact, Homeboy uh, just came home from prison maybe in 2018. So he did a, a wow. shitload of time. He did a shitload oh, wow. of time. You know, uh, you, can't, you can't convince everybody that, uh, that you, you were temporarily insane. You know, it takes, if you can buy the gun, go to the person's door with the gun, and then try to get away. 
Now, if you're mentally insane, you don't try to get away with the crime. You just don't give a fuck. But once you try to get away with the crime that you committed, your mental insanity plea should be thrown right out the window. Right, right. Either one of you guys watched The Blacklist. I watched The Blacklist. Uh, This week was a little funky, but I watched it. It was very weird when they went to the cart. I can't even, I don't even know what you call it. I thought I was watching a video game. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we live, it was and, live and then all of a sudden the video game type. Animated, yeah. Animated. I, I appreciate the effort that they put in to try to give us a program, but I don't know if I ever want to see television like that again. I mean, yeah. I really don't think I want to see television like that again. And how to get away with it. And, and I'm like, uh, I'm not even going back to watch it. Yeah, man. I, I watched the end of, uh, well, you know what? You should. It, you need to, if you're a fan of the show, you have to finish the episode because they give big nugget about where we're going from here. Oh, crap. I mean, you. I'm sorry, Ned. You have to because <laughs> it tells you what Liv's going to do with herself. All right. I mean, that's, that's. You might even be able to find the last five minutes online, like on YouTube. You know how people put up clips. That's all you need to do is see the last five minutes. Yeah, I, did now, miss, I, did, I think I missed the episode last season because I didn't know that she was working with that lady. Her mama? Yeah. I, I hate that old I hate that old lady, man. My wife gave me the business this week. She said, you're a real uh, ageist motherfucker. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm just like, this old lady is just killing me, man. Like, there's this other old, and you know what? I watch How to Get Away with Murder, right? And they have Cicely Tyson on that. Now, I'm supposed to respect Cicely Tyson, but I hate that old black lady character. You know, the old black lady that starts screaming, Lord, help me, Jesus. I mean, I don't like those characters. (laughs) I mean, six weeks ago, she's. I enjoyed that one. You know what? I thought it was a great finale. And I thought that for the most part, other than Bonnie, everybody got what they deserved. Yep. I don't know. Bonnie, I know. Bonnie got her hands dirty a lot. Yeah, but Bonnie... She's Bonnie responsible was, for two of those bodies. Yeah, that is true. But, you know, uh, Michaela really got what she deserved. Loneliness. Yep. Because she was wicked. Michaela didn't give a fuck about nothing, man. It was about succeeding and... In, in her profession, and that's all she cared. Yep. Now, I don't know if you guys, I don't know if you guys like this gentleman at all, but E-40 came out with a CD called The Curb Commentator Channel 1. It only had six tracks on it, and I did find one, two, three, four tracks to be pretty good. Really, actually, every once in a while, E-40 puts out very good songs. He does that call and response type thing, or he asks us a question and he answers it. And I kind of think that's refreshing in rap. It's it's a different thing nobody else seems to do. Even though he did have what I thought, I have to go back and listen to it. It was a little disturbing to me. He had a guy rap named Sugar Free who might be a pimp. So I really am not <laughs> vibing with pimps putting down their game on wax. But, you know... It's entertainment, I guess. Like, like all the pimps on the West Coast got got rap careers, too. Because they're not... I don't know what it is about the West Coast and 
If you ever been to like Chicago, Milwaukee, pimps and Detroit, pimps are looked on. Uh, they're looked up to. And, and and I don't get that, but I mean, because think about it. Snoop dragged Bishop Don Juan and Obama should have kicked both of these motherfuckers. I never forgive Obama for this. He led Bishop Don Juan in the White House in full pimp gear with a pimp cup. And that shit's not supposed to happen. You're not supposed to be taking pictures with the president all pimped out with a big green hat on. It, it was weird. Just weird. And and if anybody thinks I'm lying, you can look it up. Just Google the shit yourself. You will find the pictures of Obama with a pimp from Chicago. And and I find that weird. Now, do I totally fault the pimp? No. You got to get some stupid bitches to sell their body and give them your money. So, you know, it's 2020. You still got a pimp? They got ways of you making your own money and keeping it all for yourself. Listen, man, I did something earlier this week. We watched this uh, channel where we can watch uh, programming from home, you know, like uh, TV shows and stuff. But when it clicks off, it goes to these bizarre porno channels. And so I'm sitting there talking to my wife, and she's like, you know, we can never watch this if anybody's in the house because as soon as you click off the show, there's a vagina in your face. Or some dude's boner. And I'm like, ah, oh, damn, man, it does this shit to me every time. And then there's this game. You got you to gotta hear the name of this game. It's called Cunt Wars. So this big Cunt War thing pops up on my television. And I'll be like, damn. She's like, can you find these programs somewhere else? It's like, hey, this is, this, is, this is what it is, man. You know? You guys into the UFC? Uh, I haven't been watching the the. I only saw Wednesday and last pay per view. I didn't watch because I feel like they've been having a fight on every night. Well, I am going to watch the uh, Overeem versus Harris and Gadelia versus Hill today. I need something. Matter of fact, there is golf on today. Thank God, I get to see some professional golfers. Hopefully, then. They've been practicing and they play some good golf. I love golf. Yes, black people can love golf, America, or whoever the hell else you, you are listening to me from wherever you're listening. I you can love it. Watch. I love it. So I am not bored. First of all, it's seeing people do what I love at a level that I could never, ever, ever reach. Not even on my best day could I do some of their worst stuff. So I have a lot of respect for it. As a matter of fact, I'm trying to get out. I mean, it really is brutal to me that the weather is, we had 80s and almost 90s here, that I'm not able to really get out on the golf course. And it's not because the golf course are open. We Golf course is social distancing anyway. It's just yeah, that I don't feel, I just don't feel 100% right. And I don't know if I should have this kind of guilt. Maybe you guys can correct me. Like, there's certain things in my life that have not taken any twist or turns. None, personally. I eat every day. My money is good. My health is fine. I'm not lacking anything. and But I feel empathy for all those people who are lacking. So I don't want to be out there looking like I'm having a the time of my fucking life while the rest of the 
majority of a lot of the world is suffering. So it bothers me psychologically. And I didn't even know I was this sensitive, but I guess I am. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with that, <laughs> you know. Oh, there's people in, wrong with that. on them states, look, they, they had the Supreme Court in Wisconsin overturn their stay-at-home orders. Yeah, the judges are out of control, man. Matter of fact, the judges are doing this in quite a bit of states. Like, they're just over, I mean, I, they're just overthrowing whatever the governors are saying. You know what? I don't want mass deaths to prove a point, but I think that there's no way that we can really avoid this even getting worse, man. Other countries are sitting back going, man, you know what? We put we put at least a foot on this net. Y'all bullshitting around because y'all got this dude who's acting like this is nothing. Yeah, but look, before nobody was wearing masks in the White House. Now everybody got a mask on except for those two idiots. Yeah, and think about it. He now have the virus. This is his second time going to a mass production factory wearing no mask. That means that's asinine. You go into a so. Why would they put mass producing masks if they're not necessary? And aren't you supposed to be the one setting example? But he, you know what, man? We are in the bizarro world. We live in the bizarro world. But the only thing that's messed up about it is real. We can't, can't turn this shit off. It's, it's his people that's boycotting these rules. So if he's seen with a mask on, he's speaking to them like, oh, you guys should actually be wearing a mask too. Because a lot of them yeah. ain't believing this shit. Me personally, when I go out... don't have jobs. I'm like, how does this even make sense? You have a job, so you want to open the economy. You just want to fight for something. You just need a cause. Yeah, I, um, you know, uh, Obama's trying to throw little lefts and rights, but he's throwing punches like Stephen A. Smith in that video. They're very weak punches. I wish he would just, you know, roundhouse fucking kick him, but they can't, he can't do it because they're business partners. At the end of the day, I know this might piss a lot of people off, but presidents don't shit on presidents for the most part because they're in the same club, man. And it's an elite, exclusive club that allows you from going from being a tenionaire to a multi-millionaire. And they know the secrets and the ways of doing it, and so they don't fuck with each other. They, you know what? That's Those little lefts that, and rights that Trump throws at Obama, that's, that's punk shit. Because we all know this not based on anything. <laughs> For real. Yeah, we know it's not based on anything. that watch Fox News don't know shit. What did he say about uh, Obama this week? He said that Obama or his uh, speaker said that Obama, him and Mitch McConnell said he left no pandemic play a playbook. Come to find out, he had to apologize because he did leave a pandemic playbook for Trump's White House administration. So they didn't read it. No. You know what? That brown skin, half black motherfucker, we don't want anything he got. So then they got to go back in the records and go, shit, now nah, we look back. But you know what? I think that Donald Trump, matter of fact, I don't know if y'all seen the movie Capone. And I'm not going to advise you to see it. It's weird as hell. You're talking weird, weird. But if 
if Trump shit in his pants the way Trump, uh, Capone did in that movie, and he did it on the like while doing a briefing, I don't think Trump would even be embarrassed. Nope. He could he could have explosive bowel movement in public and just go, you know what? Pence did it. Obama did it. It's fake media and move on. But we're in trouble, guys. Well, people will got... believe it. Right. You know what? This dude is walking on water and cheering cancer to his followers. I mean, those people are so far gone, man. I don't even know. But Biden yeah, is it? Yeah, go ahead. No, no, I want you to finish. No, I was going to say, I wanted to read what one of his fans said. Like, I, I was so taken aback by it, I had to post it to my Instagram because I couldn't even believe he wrote this shit. You know what? I, I need reading, to read that. I was reading one of the comments, and he was like, any man that turns millions into billions has five adult children, ten grand that love him, convinced three of the world's most beautiful women to marry him, destroyed dozens of Republican opponents in the Clinton machine to become the powerful man in the world, took out took our economy and jobless rate to greatest in history, has my vote. He's achieved all this battling a democratic press and an incest vitriol from the left, Trump 2020. <laughs> well, what could you do with that guy? He's gone. He's I was gone. like, no, you can't, even argue, you can't even debate with anybody like that. Cause his, Bob, first of all, what do you mean by convincing three of the world's most beautiful women to marry him? I thought that was a two-way street. No, 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 I not in that book. Convince someone to get married. And who said they're the three most beautiful women in the world? Well, in his eyes. You know what? I guess you can't fault his sight. That's, you know, that's his insanity. <laughs> but you know what? I'm looking at them, and I'm, you know what? Not my type. So I'm, I'm going to pass. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to judge. I got enough to judge Trump on then. Than that, but that dude is so far gone. That's what you call cult indoctrination, and yeah, you have to be deprogrammed after this, man. Are we That's gonna great. do any deprogramming? I, I think Trump could not be president and start his own chapter or something like his own party or something, and these people will follow him to the end of days. When he's you know still on that stage do? and say, I could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue and get away with it, he pretty much was telling the truth. Yeah, he didn't lie about that. What I would like to do, I could propose this, um, nobody's going to listen to me, but I would like for all the Trump followers and Donald J. himself, his family, take Jared, that daughter, and matter of fact, take the Pence, because they ain't shit either. Why don't we give them North and South Dakota and let them all just live there and put a fence around it? We can't get in, they can't get out. Every time they touch it, they get electrocuted, just in case. That's right. I, we want them to suffer. Stay in there with him and let him build economy for y'all. You know, but it's it's weird. Do either one of you guys believe in UFOs? Oh, uh, I don't. My UFOs, I believe there's life other places, but I'm not sure about UFOs. Like they come okay, in other states. I mean, <laughs> other uh, Earth's planet. Yeah, there's, a, there's supposed to be 
some report, classified report that Navy flighters have intercepted eight UFOs. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know about this, man. Personally, do I think there's a possibility that life forms can exist on other planets? Yeah, but you know what? What kind of life forms are we talking about? Are we talking humanoid, uh, amoeba, uh, plant life, water life? I don't have the answer. Alien versus predator. Yeah, but I, I don't really think that it's uh, humanoid like us. Like there's a, you know, other worlds with like humans, you know, and they got their own pandemic going right now too. What what you gonna do that? What you gonna do? I'm gonna thank you, man, Net. I smoked uh, two cigars this week because we, uh, uh, I did the show and I said, you know what, let me have one. And I had the Drew Estate Java Latte. That was delicious, a little sweet, but nice. And then I had the Tayback Drew Estate Niagara. Also very good. These are cigars that I would definitely keep in my repertoire and smoke. I enjoyed them both. Not overly sweet. So far, out of the cigars that you send me, the the sweetest one is the Acid Twenty. That that shit is candy, man. Um, that's the black one that has like the black and silver uh, label on it. Oh yeah, I think I still have some of that. Maybe I'll try yeah. that one. And those were twenty anniversaries or something like that. Acid Twenties. I had and, one of those uh, little ones. Oh my god, it tastes like shit. I was like, not this one again. Not doing those little ones. No, you didn't like it. It was one little one that I had, and I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't smoke this one. You know, it was like a small one, like maybe the size of your index finger. A cigarette. Yeah, yeah. I, my wife smokes those. Okay, in fact, I, I leave those for her. I just did it because yeah. I needed something that was a quick burn. I didn't want to save it, and I didn't like that one. I I don't remember the name though, but I think I got like five more of those. Yeah, I have a bunch of those also. But she likes them, so we, we, those are for her. When we out and about, if we ever get a damn man, like I said, it sucks. Next Sunday is my anniversary. I can't make. Well, you know, nobody's gonna have sympathy for me. People had to make do on Mother's Day last weekend with what they had, and I had plans, but all my plans are out the window. I'm not ready to sit down in any restaurant or anything like that, even if one opens. It's you guys just open not. Yet? I'm not ready. Well, we're in phase one, and I don't know what that really, really means, because when I go out to the store on Tuesday, I will be masked up like usual. Yeah. I you still will be. Out of Georgia, they seem like they, they like opening things and spiking numbers. Well, I'm going to pass on driving to Georgia to get <laughs> ill. I, I, I don't want to do that. Now, hey, man, now we know that this dude had to play both sides of the fences. Obama, uh, not Obama. I'm not going to blame Obama for Trump shit, but uh, Aubrey's killing, and he's talking about he's hard, it's heartbreaking, but there's empty spots on the tape. And you know what? You could kind of predict that Trump was going to say something like he's looking for a bailout of this situation. Oh yeah, because now now they're going to say, well, he did go into that construction site. All right, they ain't have a right to get killed. Yes. Let me ask you a question, man. Even if you stole the whole building, if you had a way to put the whole building on the trailer and drag it away, that is a not a death penalty offense. Uh, the brutality in which this was delivered, 
and it seemed like the police were involved. Why are the police telling neighbors that if you see anything to contact this one guy day or night, 24 hours a day, like he's uh, Matt Dillon, Sheriff Dillon. You know, this is the same cop that had his gun taken from him by the police force. So why would they then advise people to contact him? He's a local vigilante. I can't wait to see how this trial play out. Well, you got that one, and then you got the young lady. What's her name? That was God, fucked up. Bianca? Something like that? Brianna? Yeah. Yeah, that was you know, fucked up. That whole force should be uh, terminated. <laughs> And no apologies oh. at no. all. From, oh, we made a mistake. What the fuck? You, your mistake took somebody's life. Like, it has to and be. Initially. It has to be some consequence. Like, I can't go to my job and, and make a mistake like that and, and still have a job. I don't and know. Then how initially, only people that them. kill somebody and they just get reassigned. Hmm. I, I think. I always ask that question myself, you know, working in law enforcement. And the only thing I can come up with that is, is they protect the system at all costs. At all costs. As opposed to just stating that, you know what, this guy right here is a fuck up and fire that person. They will protect that person to the end, to the ends. Unless it's just some evidence just, just that they just can't. And the only person to date that I can recall with that is, is Justin Volpe, the guy who sexually abused I have no Louima where they just where they just they just said okay we we can't we can't even uh, do nothing with this but yeah, well, everything like he went else down and they left the other four people who didn't do nothing well one did down for lying and, and even and and even with the people that was there they, he he was he's the one who left but everybody yeah. that was associated with that from the arrest because somebody held out the Louima down somebody held them down in order for them to violate him with that you know that baton but even those guys. They still got light sentences. Even the guy who they who went to jail can't even call his name. This guy had a had a uh, job Justin, as a, as a Schwartz. right. Yeah, he got a job as an electrician or something or or custodian, making six figures. Well, how that happen? But they just yeah, protect right. the you system. You do this time, and we got a job for you when you come out. Yeah, they protect the system at all costs. Even the guy when Laquan McDonald, what's on tape, the the police officer lied, took him out. He was coming towards me. The kid is clearly running away. You let off on him. The um the union they hired him. They hired him as a custodian. I mean, it's just a travesty. Like you know, your like black lives don't matter. You know because they just protect them and protect them and protect them and always finding something to justification of this and that as opposed to just morals, ethics, and what's right and what's wrong. Do the right thing. No, yeah, we don't. That, that, that doesn't matter. And her name was, you're right, Brianna Taylor. She's 26 years old. She was an EMT from Louisville, Kentucky. And it's a travesty. First of all, I kind of find this kind of suspicious. When you have a no-knock warrant, most time the police like the um they like the shock. That's why they, they serve warrants at three, four in the morning to catch you off guard. So yeah. why would they why would these detectives keep stating with a no knock warrant that they were out there for minutes upon minutes knocking at the door? Hold on, we're here. We're here. No. You got a no knock, man. You got that dude with that, that damn um 
whatever you call it, the little hammer. Yeah, the battering ram. You have enough police. You battering ram that shit in there. Three, four in the fucking morning when you catch them, the person in their drawers are naked. And you go in this house and you scoop up the people that you have to scoop up. I am not anti-police doing their job. I'm not. I don't want that to be confused. I'm anti-police with the bullshit. We've had, now this is going on forever, man, forever. And and you're right, Bones. If they would ever just say, you know what, we want to weed out the bad. You yeah, can throw away. That, and you know what? They would make people happy. If you bought a five-pound bag of apples and you seen two apples that was not kosher, you get rid of them. You're not going to throw the whole five-pound bag out. I understand that. But right. these fucking unions, these PBAs are strong, man. Very strong. Very strong. Union. It makes the mayors of these cities quiver. Yeah, like the PBA here don't like Blasio, the Blasio, so he always say something and then I have to walk it back. And that I'm like, dude, what shake- the fuck does it matter? You're in your last term anyway. Like, grow, grow some the, balls. Doc, the, the, the Blasio is so bad that the police officers at one point was turning their backs on him wherever he went. If he spoke at graduations, if he spoke at funerals, wherever. They just turn their back on him. And, you know, the mayor's technically your boss. They just turn their back on him. And and it, it, he can't do nothing with the police department, you know, because he didn't know how to finesse them and play that. And he didn't, he don't know how to politic with them. And um, even just like right now, um, the, the police commissioner made a statement, say, you ain't calling my organization a racist organization, you know, but yet and still you're heavy-handed very heavy-handed with social distance and enforcement, plus the mask and everything. Only in our communities where you could be in Battery Park and can't even see the grass and give out masks to people, you know. But yeah, I didn't like that video that you posted. It was so disturbing. I did not even want to comment on it. The young lady being arrested with yes. her mm-hmm. child. But I was the one uh, in the train station. Yeah. 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 You know what? I never tell anybody to back down when you think that you're right. But if you have your child, they have to become foremost of importance with you. It's a train right. station. The child can wander yeah. off and get on the tracks. There's a lot. A stranger can just act like they know the child and walk off while you're being in your shit. Right. Sometimes we have yeah. to say, you know what? I deal with this tomorrow. I understand yes. that's a hard mentality because once you get heated, I've seen people get heated where they don't seem to have an off switch. The thing that I'm glad about for me, this is Doc talking. I have control of my on and off switch. If not, I probably would have already been a warder of the state or several states over the course of my life if I didn't have a control of my off switch. So I'm glad I have that. But you know what? De-escalation, you even said that, is a part of the job. And it did yeah, like part of training to de-escalate the situation, and that's not cool. Yeah. Yeah, with a supervisor on post, with supervisor right there, and did nothing. Just stood back and let these clowns do what they do. And this is young lady. Yeah, she probably popped some shit, but so what? Get some thick fucking skin. And she was leaving the train station. Yeah, and I can't even imagine. 
you know, one day me and you need to get have a a, a phone call talk because I would I'm interested in some shit. This is not for the air. I'm talking about me and you just talking. I can't even imagine how thick your skin must have to be doing what you did for a living. Because I am yeah, sure yeah. there's things that you've heard that you go, you know what? I really wish that I didn't have to stand for this shit right now. But, you know, I got a future. I got homes. I got kids. Yeah. I got a wife. I don't want to lose all this shit over your mouth. Right, right, right. And that's where your on and off switch goes because your testosterone level can't be at 100 when you're going to get this stuff every single day. And then also, too, you know, People study people. Oh shoot, Doc is like that. Watch this. Watch this. Yeah, yeah. And you and you working. You working for. And I, you, you're 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 like a walking um claim to me now because if I can get you that revved up and you can whip my ass out here and there's cameras, I'm getting paid. And this is what these people think today. Oh, I'm getting paid. Hmm. You know, if you yeah, ain't yeah. cognizant of what you, you know on and off switch, and and that's the thing with the cops, I don't understand either. His cameras everywhere. Whether yeah. someone recording or is building cameras, his cameras everywhere. You got to be out of your mind to just go wild out like you don't have an off switch. You're crazy. Yeah, let's not forget, cops put up cameras. <laughs> they put up those towers <laughs> with cameras. They do. The police department does it itself. Right. Yeah. But That's because you know, they know that there's no consequence. See, here's you the thing. You go on the street yeah. and punch a dude in the face, and the city go pay the, the city go pay the fine, but you still go have your job. And here's the thing, you know, as Americans, and you know, New York is a weird state. New York's a weird state out of the states in America because the average Joe does not pack. Mostly, people in New York who pack are in some form of law enforcement, uh, corrections, courts, or um, private investigators yeah a place like north carolina man i am telling you man i live in raleigh i'm thinking five out of every 10 people got a pistol on them at all fucking times in their bag their car on their person that's just the way it goes here and i can't even imagine a place like texas which is probably eight out of ten so you have to learn the difference between an on and off switch because there are things that shouldn't escalate to the point of, you know, I need to shoot you as opposed to I need to talk to you. You know, because that's just the way it is here, man. You know what? I, I Yeah. We 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 had an incident when I first moved here, and that's that's a couple of years ago. A, a little kid took his mother's uh, gun out the bag and shot in the face. I was like, wow, damn, in the grocery store. Like, that's kind of weird. But then when I thought about it, I said, damn, man, the first thing that I brought in this state, before I brought a car, I brought a gun. I mean, the first thing, the second day I was in this state, I owned a gun. That's amazing, but it's that simple. Just don't be a fucking felon, basically, and that's it. Then, you know, that's long gun. Then you work your way to getting a carry. But it's common. I mean, you do this, you fill out the papers online, and till they call you down to the sheriff's department, you don't even have to go in. You just send them a fucking check. You know? But it, it, it's a weird situation. And matter of fact, I had a buddy of mine said he moved back to New York, but 
because he was no longer able to carry and he became used to carrying every day, he moved back to Florida. He's like, fuck <laughs> it. I mean, literally, he said, ah, he said that was one of his main reasons for going back to Florida because he didn't, he was like, fuck, man, I'm used to this now. I'm used to driving like this. I'm, it's a part of my life. It's because going to become a time where you get these nut these nutsoles who's going to get fed up like the other guy did and went in the precinct and started shooting at cops. But I was going to get fed up. Now you know here's here's one here's one for anybody. Now a police department if they can back something like this, then they have no shame. There is a detective in Chicago. He's retired now. His name is Ronaldo Guevara, right? They claim that he's framed over 50 people in the 80s and 90s. He would put drug charges on them. He would beat them and make them confess. And 20 of the men have already been exonerated. Now, if you can't come down on a guy like this, who can you come down on? This is 50 dudes who would have maybe been taking care of their families, living a regular life. Now they're incarcerated. They're in a penitentiary. That's not actually fun camp. We don't know what happens to them there. Maybe they become victims because they're not in that world. Yeah, he altered people, their life and their family's yeah. lives, that jerk. You know, and it's even just like here we no, are twenty five twenty here we are twenty five plus years later and those kids at the Central Park five or the exonerated five, they they um all of those people who was a part of that it's complicit. And that shit should be just like murder, whereas you can investigate a murder 30 years from now. The same thing should happen to the people who knowingly falsify documents to get a conviction and have evidence to, you know, that says something else. They, they ask they should go into jail, too. Yeah, and they you know still defended I, these people. There are certain things that are murder. I think that rape is murder. Murder is murder. And you know what? False incarceration, when you're taking chunks of somebody's life, and you don't know, you're right, Bones. You don't know what a person goes through. Well, you know, but we don't, everybody doesn't personally know what a person goes through when they get those cuffs put on them and get behind a wall. Now, all of a sudden, shit that you didn't have to think about yesterday, you thinking about. You know, you could call your mother yesterday. Now, fucking dudes, bigger, and stronger, and hooked up, is telling you you gotta pay him to call your own mama. Yeah, and, yeah. And maybe you ain't got hand skills to handle it, or you just right. ain't living that kind of life. And now you're a victim, a daily victim, until you adjust. Or maybe I don't even know. I'm. I don't know if punks are ever allowed to become tough guys. But see, that's not where I've, I've, I, that's not my schooling, so I didn't care to know. You know, most of the guys that I knew that got incarcerated seemed to handle themselves well, because one thing I do know about jail, jails talk. That shit get out on the street, like, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the streets be talking. Oh, yeah. We had a buddy get locked up in Boston, and he was a tough guy in New York. Fiber Center, you know, he had a good reputation at Bed-Stuy, but he was wearing lipstick, I mean, uh, Kool-Aid on his lips in Boston, and that shit was out before. We knew about it before he ever touched back down from Boston. 
So yeah. when he got back to the neighborhood, he was like treated like a bitch because it was like, oh, wow, man. They 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 handled you well there, didn't they? You know, <laughs> but you, I, I, I'm not I'm not sweating for the criminal, but for that innocent dude who gets hemmed up. The system is uh, is brutal, man. I worked on the I worked on the uh, the part of the system that tried to free people who were incarcerated, and it's it's mm-hmm. brutal, man. I've I've got those phone calls from kids crying. I ain't got no money. People yeah. trying to support me. Um, I can't speak to my mother. I need y'all to put money on. I mean, we were putting money on their books so that they could make phone calls to their mama. Yeah, you know? I never understood when inmates used to always say it's better, and and then an attorney later said it's it's better for you to fight your your crime or your charges rather on the outside than the inside. Like never registered, like why you know that. But yo, that's real. You know, it's better for you to be on the outside than to be on the inside fighting your case. You know, bones. You know what we would do because this was federal court. At least the federal court allows this. We had suits so that you could come out of that DOC shit and at least sit in front of the jury in a suit. Yeah, that's that's very important. Because that DOC, especially different colors of DOC, you know, the the dude that's in a red versus one that's in a gray versus one that's in a green, that shit all matters. Yes, it does. Because all all the juries have to ask themselves is, what does that what does that color suit mean? Oh well, that means he's a violent offender. Oh okay, right, it's right. a violent crime. Yeah. Shit. Okay, you sound like he needs to go. He's wearing gray. He's low level. Yeah, he's white. You know, nice looking kid. Maybe maybe he didn't do it. You know. Did you see that? Did you see that documentary Thirteen? I seen Thirteen. That was quite a while ago, though. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying. Like we were talking, it just fits in. You know, with the um, you know, bail system and just being incarcerated in general, like, boy, when they when you get in the system, you really truly can get lost and yeah, I say if, and if you got lost in place. Um, say Toya Brown documentary. Yeah, and Brower. See, that's one of the yeah. things. Remember, I said this, and now I'm glad something brought me back to it. Some of the things that should go. After COVID nineteen ends, it's low level offenders being incarcerated. I'm talking. I mean, if we can so easily bail them today or ROR them, why can't we ROR them when we get back to regular life? I'm talking petty ante bullshit. Guys don't need to be yeah. in jail for that. Jail, yeah, jail is life changing for some people. It really is truly altering their lives. Especially for a dude who did some nothing shit. Because you don't yeah, have to Yeah, there's a be... lot of nothing stuff. And people forget this. Bones, this is the killer. People forget that just because you're in jail does not mean you've been convicted of anything. You might be just waiting. You're sitting there. Some people are violators, parole violators or whatever. But a lot of people are waiting for their day in court. So they haven't been convicted of any crime whatsoever. This virus, a lot of people uh, got delayed even more now. They released, I want to say, like a thousand people in right from Rikers Island, 
um, due to the COVID and also to the low bails, they um they released those. They released them. But um, it is um yeah, it's definitely you know it's like um you know the United States is a first world country but has more people in prison than any like I think there's so many countries you know more than the next country you know what I mean like it might be we have 10, 10 12 countries that we add up to we got our own people incarcerated so it's like uh if you're a first world nation what are you doing the betterment for your your people and then there is no follow-up like you know they're still going right back to the same thing and the recidivism rate is very high because lack of education, lack of jobs, you know, like we're not going back and, you know, like Caucasians, they're going back, somebody will hire them, you know, they're not, it's sad that when you so-called pay your debt to society bullshit that they came up with, it seemed like it continues for us because of that stigma of ex-con, ex-con, well, damn, when does that leave? I'm an ex-con. You know, you just made a mistake. Because, look, we all could be an ex-something, you know, I, ex-drinking, smoking, cheating, this, that, you know. like, But that joint just, for some, just like want to just stay on forever. Like, oh, you're cursed. You're marked. Yeah, the next time, you know. I got a homegirl like that. She can't even find a damn apartment for a, a charge she had 10 years ago. Well, for yeah, and uh, he- not only for 10 years ago. And here's the funny, here's the worst part about that. Not only do, like you said, Bones, that shit stick with you forever. I think some of them are not allowed to even file for, like, welfare. I don't think some of them can get disability. I mean, could you imagine you can't, you're not eligible for disability or welfare or certain places that you can live. And I'm not talking sex offenders. We understand that. We understand mm-hmm. that there have to be restrictions to where sex offenders live. We don't want them next to fucking schools. Okay? Right. I got that. But you're right. Homeboy at 16 did a uh, manslaughter or an assault or robbery. He shouldn't be paying for that at 62. He really shouldn't. Because he could have went on to get two masters, raised a great family, been a good grandfather later after he did his time. Yeah. But we, we 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 have a society that goes like this. Once you're something, you're always something. And you, you one of y'all brought up the the attic. See, even their philosophy says that once you're an addict, you're always an addict. You're never free. Say you're sober for 45 years. I mean, in my book, you're no longer an addict, man. You're an ex-addict. Right. And I think that yeah. you could be proud to say, I'm a fucking ex. I used to be an addict, but for fucking 42 years, I ain't done nothing. So why are you still calling me a dope addict? You're no longer right, a dope right. addict. Yeah. We, we love to tag you and keep you tagged. We love that. Right. Say that the, the little boy that you went to school with was six years old. He couldn't fight worth shit. That don't mean at 22, he ain't knocking people out. Right, right. <laughs> you know? Damn, man, I'm, I'm going to try to figure out something I can do this week. Uh, my wife was like, damn, you're going to have me cook dinner on our anniversary? And I was like, you know what? This is kind of <laughs> fucked up, guys. But you know what I told her? Cook it the day before. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing I could come up with. Not like I could take her. I mean, what are we going to do? Drive somewhere and walk around a park? 
I'm not a role. Like she said, you're not. A, she didn't marry me for my romance. You know, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not the holding hands, walk through the park kind of guy, taking two skips. No. So I, I'll try to figure out something, some kind of meal, but you know, gets boring after a while. You still don't eat out, right? Like, uh, like get the delivery food from restaurants. You know what? We don't have the options you got right now. Right okay. now, here's my here's my options. Pizza, which I make at home from scratch. I have Bojangles. No. My wife doesn't really like fast food. Burger King. Uh, they got some fucked up uh, diner place. I mean, um, buffet place. Golden Corral. I would never eat that. That food looks horrible. <laughs> I mean, I can... I could drive downtown and probably get a takeout from a, a good restaurant. Downtown is not very far from me. Yeah, that's what uh, I was talking what... about, like like a good restaurant. Not... No, 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 no. I, I could do that. I probably could do that. And you know what? Now that you bring it up, I could call them in advance, and I probably should do that. Just go down there, scoop it up, a nice drive back home. Because our malls, our malls are starting to open, but they open at like 12 in the afternoon to, I think, 6. So like I'm open. Yeah, yeah, they've been open for about two weeks now. No. So people can go to the mall. Matter of fact, uh, I have uh, been ordering a bunch of stuff from Jimmy Jazz, and I had to do something I never do. I contacted my credit card company, and I know I wanted to give them some time to uh, give me my stuff, and I understand COVID-19, things are delayed. But you should not be able to order something from a company and it takes them three weeks to even respond to a confirmation of your email. Oh, that I won't go for. So I called my con- my uh, credit card company. They gave me back my money instantly. And they told them, we'll get the money back from them. You got no product, you shouldn't have had to pay. And I don't understand why they charged me before they shipped it. Yeah, that's crazy. You don't charge. So you think somebody you. would have been working in their warehouse? I just ordered from uh, Foot Locker and Finish Line. My sneakers came within four days. See, we have a major problem. I have a major problem with Foot Line, uh, Finish Line, Foot Locker, East Bay, and Champs are all now under one umbrella, right? Yeah, I think. Yeah, because I saw East Bay under. And champs. I think I'm not sure about champs. But I, I know I saw East Bay under Foot, Lock, Foot Locker's um, name when I ordered on my receipt when I ordered the sneakers. Do you have the pleasure of being able to uh, get them to bring it to your door or your downstairs? Me, we live in these areas, these communities, right? So we have this one central mailbox location, and. The postal service does not come to your door under no circumstances. And I can't seem to get Foot Locker to order in FedEx. If I did it through FedEx or UPS, I could get the delivery. But they use the United States Postal Service, and I can't get them to come to my door. So I can't even use them. And I hate the fact that they're all in one clump bunch. But I'm going to go to the mall this week. I need some ink for my um, printer anyway. But they're going to do what they call curbside. I, I hit something on my app, park in front of the Best Buy, and they just throw it in the back of my trunk. I, I can't even approach them. I just open my trunk, they put it in, and I drive off. This is some <laughs> world we're living in, huh? 
Yes, sir. Some world we live in. It. Well, I want I'm you gentlemen. Like the twenties gonna be like this for the rest of the rest, to at least through the summer. Yeah, I think I think that if you got any uh, bright ideas or plans, or, unless you driving, to, you know, a family members or a friend's place, don't really set any real travel up. You might as well just save your money and reboot for twenty twenty one and hope for the best. I, I really hate to say that, but I just think I'm not ready to get on an airplane yet and sit next to people and I don't know who they are and how testing is. And and I'm not saying live with fear. I don't I don't believe in living with fear. I just believe that we have to be smart. We just we just need to be smart. You know, maybe I'll take a drive up to Virginia and call it a call it a summer because I'm damn sure. Your city is off limits for me. Until y'all get your shit together, man, <laughs> New York. And New York would be a great place to come visit, man. The food, Central Park. I love Central Park, man. I would like that. But I don't want to go to Central Park with circles on the ground, man. I, I just, I, I'm passing. I was just in Central Park, too, last week. I love, I love that park, man. Me and my wife, really, really. It's one of my favorite places. Actually, I have a tattoo on my whole left leg, that is the statue in Central Park. Oh, the wow. Bethesda Fountain statue. I'm so in love with that statue, I got it tattooed on my whole leg. So, I've always loved Central Park. You forget you're in New York City when you're in there. You know? And then you walk back out, welcome back to New York. But if you if you sit inside the park, you know that day that I came up and I met you, me and my wife, yep, we had walked all the way from 59th Street entrance, all the way to 113th Street exit, wow, or 125th Street. We walked through, and you know what? When we left you, we walked it all the way back the opposite way. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. So we would do that like four or five times a summer. It's like the Brooklyn Bridge, man. I loved walking the Brooklyn Bridge. I you don't want to walk Brooklyn that now, bridge. man. Nothing but tourists. Nothing but tourists on that bridge. You can't even walk. And then they have the nerve. They, there's a bike lane, too. You can't even ride in the bike lane because people are walking, taking pictures. So yesterday, I, I came across the Manhattan Bridge because I was like, I can't deal with these tourists. Oh, yeah, it's a big thing. I may, Yeah, they want the pictures. They want to say they did it. It's... Yep. Man, that's crazy. Central Park. You know, living in New York all these years, man, I've only been to Central Park, I think, maybe two two or three times. You haven't been recently. It's fully changed now. So it's it's more green than what we remember in the 90s, I know. <laughs> wow. All right, fellas, I got to run. Y'all have a great day and a great week. Yeah, have a good one, fellas. Talking with us no more? I think he probably got disconnected. All right, have a good one, Bones. Oh, okay, brother. Oh, he's back. Okay. Yes, I don't know you what too, the brother. hell I did. Oh, we were okay, telling you to have a gentlemen. great week and a great day, bro. You too. You too, Bones. Yeah, you too, Ned. I appreciate you both calling in. I really do. And oh, what, When's your anniversary? Is it Saturday I, or Sunday? It's actually Sunday, but I'm going to do the show because... What the hell am I doing at nine o'clock? I mean, okay, you know, okay. Anniversary is one thing, but 
you know what? I don't think you started at eight o'clock, nine o'clock in the morning. You gotta have some like heat yeah. it up. So you know. Okay. I mean, I've been married twenty four years. I I don't think the first thing that I need to do is get up in the morning and have sex. Same woman <laughs> I've been having sex with for fucking uh, twenty six right, years. Twenty four married. Have a good one. Okay, okay, gentlemen. All right, bro. Everybody, peace to you and peace to yours. Stay safe out there, okay? Bones, be easy, brother.